Hello, my fellow creatives and indie filmmakers. It is great to have you back with me this week because I'm talking all about how to make some money off the sale of your film, which I know is something that some of you kind of cringe at and others are like, oh my gosh, tell me how to do that. Now, this episode is going to be a little more off the cuff than usual. It has been crazy busy here in at Moonshine, and we are about to head on an interstate trip. We're heading to the very tip of Australia, um, right up at the Cape. So I'm quite excited, and next week I'll be in some tropical warmth rather than chilly, freezing Melbourne. But enough about that. What I'm talking to you about this week is... How to make money off the sale of your film, why you need to use marketing, and what distribution means in this day and age. Distribution is so much more than that traditional model. Hybrid distribution is, in fact, the way forwards for independent filmmakers. Independent filmmakers, well, we need to become masters of marketing our own brands and you know, at the very least, if you don't want to consider yourself a brand, you've got to be a master at marketing your own film. I did promise you a lot more on marketing and distribution. And that really is what this episode today is going to be all about, along with some ways you can make some money off your film. There's a quote, and I love it. It's by American filmmaker Deborah Granick. And she said, no one has ever had a green light when they start a documentary. Not ever. And I think that is so true. So if you're waiting for permission or funding to get started, you could be waiting a seriously long time. Welcome to the Moonshine Moonshot Podcast. I'm your host, Sue Collins. And if you've landed here, it means you're wanting to find out more about how to make filmmaking a sustainable career. And you're also curious about how to make meaningful work that fills your cup. You're ready to learn how to make movies that matter, build a sustainable career and have a positive impact on your audiences so you are in the right place. Filmmaking has so many parts and I'm sharing what I've learned over the past 15 years producing impact films that reach their intended audience and support real world change. So let's get started. So new creatives and indie filmmakers need to do more than make money off the sale of their films. It is so much more now that the traditional models are not really working the way that they used to. Hybrid distribution is absolutely the way forwards. Independent filmmakers now need to become masters of marketing their own brands or at the very least their own films. So I'm going to give you three key marketing strategies to get you started and then I'm going to talk a bit more about how you can monetize based on those marketing strategies. Of the three marketing strategies, the first one I recommend is the soonest you possibly can is to start building a following on one of the following platforms. YouTube, if you're really good at making short form films regularly because consistency is absolutely the key. Instagram, if you've got good photos and short videos as well. And really, it could be anywhere that your audience is online. You know, if you're a huge fan on LinkedIn, go with that. But just make sure you pick the platform that you find easy to use and that your people are going to be on because you don't want to be putting all your efforts into Instagram if everyone you know is actually over on Facebook. 
So you've got to do a little bit of research to figure that out. But then what you do on those platforms is you share your behind-the-scenes filmmaking process. You get people excited about your work and about the film that you're making. The sooner you start doing this, the easier it's going to be to attract people and get them interested and engaged in what you're doing. The next thing that you want to be talking about on these social platforms is to do with the messaging. What's your film about? What impact are you trying to make with your film? Talk about that. Talk about what your film is about because that's going to really engage your audience to be interested in whatever it is that you're making. You want to create a community where people can engage and get to know you and your work and also each other. And once you build a thriving community online, you have a highly motivated, engaged audience who will want to see your film and your work going forward. So that's more of a branding exercise. That's more of a you being you online as opposed to your film online. You can do either. But if you're looking for a long-term career, I actually recommend you do it more from yourself get people really interested in you and the work you're creating because you're going to create more and more films and you don't want to have to create a new profile for every film every time you start doing something. So that's just my opinion. You can do it any way you want. You might not want to be the face of it. That's fine. Just make it all about your film. The second thing, second marketing strategy, is I would recommend you promote your work on other people's podcasts. Podcasts are so popular right now. Everybody's listening to them. So I would be getting yourself out there, pitching yourself to any and every podcast, anyone who has an audience that you think would be suited to the work that you're creating. So you want to talk to podcasts that have an audience that look like the type of audience you want to attract. So that's the key to the podcast. You don't want to be talking on podcasts for, you know, topics that are just completely irrelevant to you. So keep it within, you know, within your interest areas. But that is a fantastic way to get people to learn about you because their podcast is going to have an audience. They'll hear you, they'll get interested in you, and then they'll come and explore your own platforms. The third one, this is critical and I always struggle with this because you can never have enough photos. Take amazing photos as you produce your work that you can use to share across social media, your websites. And the reason that I find this challenging is because when you're busy on a shoot, you're using a camera that is for filming. When you're a filmmaker, you're generally not taking stills. But even if you've got a good quality camera in your phone, and let's face it, most phones have got pretty awesome cameras these days, take tons of photos of everything you can think of because when it comes to having enough content for social media, it is always the photos that take the longest. So they're my three marketing tips. The first one was essentially just start building your profile on a social media platform that really appeals to you. The second is promote your work through other people's podcasts. And the third is to take amazing photos to really help you with those platforms and promoting your work. And they're three essentially free things that you can do, three free things. So I, you know, I can't emphasize enough, the sooner you start, the better. Branding. Now, with these three marketing strategies, it's really important that you 
claim your film title or your name on any social media platforms that you think you'll be on, even if you don't use all of them, claim your title because downstream you might want to use them. So if you're on you know, X, formerly known as Twitter, or Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, Vimeo, whatever it is, claim your title because once somebody else has got it, they've got it. So that's something I absolutely recommend doing the soonest you possibly have a name that you think you're going to use. The other part of it is I really recommend that you choose the colors and the fonts the best represent whatever it is you're doing and stick to them as best you can. So it's easy for people to spot your work online. It's easily identifiable, makes everything look consistent. And it really is that consistency for marketing that is going to be incredibly helpful. So you can go to the absolute hilt with this, but as just the simplest form of branding, just consistency with colors and fonts and stick to that as best you can and then later you might be able to get on a graphic designer and you might refresh the whole thing but that's okay but just to get you started just pick something that you like and try and stay with that so once you've got those three steps in place you are so far on the way to creating a profile and a pool of interested people who will want to see your work so then you can start to think about how to monetize your film. And look, I should also say, when I'm talking about building an online profile and an audience, you don't you don't have to have 20,000 Instagram followers to have a great active Instagram profile. You might only have three or 400 people who are following you, but if they're engaged and they're interested, you are going to do really well. So it's not about massive, huge numbers. You, when you're starting out, just keep it simple. It can get really overwhelming if you try and go for really big numbers really quickly. It will build up over time. And if you're in this for your career, then it's going to you know, take a few years and that is okay. So let's get into three ways to monetize your content and why marketing is so important for you to be able to become a successful independent filmmaker. Oh, I was just looking for a place where I could learn everything I need to know to make an amazing film that changes the world. It's such a shame that that place doesn't exist. Oh, what? Hang on. It does? Oh, if you're looking for inspiration, ideas, tools and ways to learn how to make movies that matter... Head to Moonshine Communications Academy over at Instagram and all your problems will be solved. Warning, results may vary depending on the questions and success is not guaranteed. Always read the label. Magic is anecdotal and the genie is not included. If you're really early career, you might be thinking that it's seriously uncool to be thinking about how to monetize your film because you think art should be for creative purposes. But the fact that you're listening to this episode tells me that you're at least a little bit open to the idea. Now, you're also likely to have gone through some sort of school or film school where they've told you about the traditional models around how to get going in the film industry. It'll be things like telling you you have to enter your film into film festivals. Maybe that will earn you some prize money and that will kind of keep you you know, limping along for a bit, it will help get you some recognition and then you might be able to get that all elusive distribution deal. The thing with festivals is 
you can spend a fair chunk of change entering dozens of film festivals and maybe a film will get in and maybe it won't, but it is not an inexpensive route to get into film festivals. And as for the all-elusive distribution deal, I'm really sorry, I'm going to have to give you a reality check here. Very few distribution deals happen at film festivals especially for documentary at the moment. So if you have a look at Peter Broderick's recent bulletin on documentaries that have been commissioned through Sundance Film Festival, if you really want to get the reality check on this, according to Peter Broderick, documentary sales through Sundance were the worst in years. 12 US docs in competition equaled zero sales and 12 world docs in competition equaled one major sale. So one major sale out of 24 entries. Yeah, it's it's pretty concerning. So do not put all your eggs in that basket because, you know, it's insanely difficult to get into Sundance and I feel for those 24 filmmakers because they would have thought they were on a really good shot at getting a good distribution deal by being in Sundance and one of them got a deal. So if you want to have long-term sustainable career as an independent filmmaker, then finding other ways to monetize your content has got to be a priority. It has got to be on your mind. So a couple of ways you can start thinking about how to make money out of your films because you know, let's face it, let's talk about why you need to make money out of your films. It's because early career filmmakers are often self-investing or getting loans, which means that they have to get the money back from the film in order to pay that money back. You have to make money on the back end of your film if that's the case. So you've got to be thinking about this. It is critical or you're going to find yourself in a huge amount of debt and you're going to have a really short career. So Learning hybrid distribution and marketing, it does mean more work. It does mean you're going to have to skill up in some different areas that you probably haven't really thought about before, but it's just, oh, I don't know. Sorry, I'm harping on now. I'll get into it. What is hybrid distribution? It's just that, a hybrid of the traditional models. But instead of handing your film over to a broadcaster or a distributor to market and show your work on your behalf... You are in the driver's seat. First thing on this, any deal you ever sign with any distributor or broadcaster, you've got to be so careful to retain the rights that you are then able to distribute your film yourself. So even if you say, for example, sign a deal with an educational distributor, and I do recommend that because educational distributors, if you find a good one, can really benefit documentary films. But just don't let that educational distributor also take the rights for video on demand, theatrical or worldwide release. You've got to retain the rights that you need for the territories that you can distribute in yourself. And the following of what I'm going to say is going to help clarify why that's so important. Because different distributors have different specialists. And so if they're really good at the educational market, You do not want them to say that they're going to then pitch it into the theatrical market or broadcast television because they don't have those networks. It is not in their skill set. So just give them the rights for the thing that you think they're going to be best at for your film. 
Another way you can do hybrid distribution is, you may not know this, but you can work directly with cinemas to have screenings of your film and you can go directly to the cinema and get a box office split. Now, not all cinemas and not all cinema chains will do this, but many, especially independent ones, are open to this type of arrangement if you can show that you can bring a really good audience. So if you've got a really strong following on social, that's going to help give a cinema chain or a independent cinema confidence that you can actually bring an audience along to the cinema, which makes it a much more, you know, appealing proposition for them. And they do this in Australia, and I'm quite confident they'll do it in many countries. I can't guarantee everywhere, of course, but Talking to cinemas directly about screening your film is definitely possible. You do not need a distributor to do it on your behalf. In fact, I highly recommend in many circumstances that you don't attach a distributor to do this on your behalf because they take 40% of the box office, the cinema takes 40% of the box office, which doesn't leave very much for you, the filmmaker, particularly if you've got to pay back loans. So if you go direct, you're going to get a way better deal. Enough on cinemas. Next, you could sell screening licenses to organisations who are interested in sharing your film with their workplaces. You can charge them a fee and then they do all the organising to show your film in a theatre. You know, it could be a lecture theatre, could be an office workplace, etc., We do these types of hosted event screenings all the time. So we just sell the license to show the film to somebody and then they go and organise the whole showing themselves. Sometimes they'll invite you along to speak, sometimes not. But it's a way for you to monetise your film and get it in front of audiences without all of the dealing with organising everything. So it's a really great way to bring in some dollars on the sale of your film. The third way I want to mention is something that we also do, which is Vimeo on demand. Did you know you can sell direct? You can set up a Vimeo store and you can sell your film directly to consumers. And this is where your marketing and retaining the rights is really going to come into its own because you can do all kinds of things. You can geo-block your film. So you, if they only want to sell it in Australia or you only want to sell it in in- India because you might have a distributor who's selling it in Europe and you don't want it accessible there through video on demand. So there's so many options. It is so useful and versatile. And Vimeo have a really good platform that's very easy to set up essentially. So you can do that. Only thing is you have to market it yourself, which is why I talked earlier all about the three key marketing things you need to do as soon as possible to build your audience because then you've got people who will actually go to Vimeo and buy a copy of your film because they'll want to see it. So this is definitely a reality of these days being an independent filmmaker. You cannot wait for somebody else. You can't wait for the universe to provide for you. You are going to have to pick yourself and you'll have to do the work. But you know, 
That's where the power comes from all this. This is where you can really take control of your own career and your own outcomes. You are not in the hands of somebody else, some other producer or production company or distributor. Somebody that isn't you will not be profiting from your work without you making the decisions. You will be maximizing your work's potential to pay for itself. And as Walt Disney said, We don't make movies to make money. We make money so that we can make more movies. And I suspect that's how you're going to build yourself a sustainable business. Now, I know talking about money is a little bit of a touchy topic for a lot of people, but this is an industry built on money. Everything is assessed on box office returns. How much did that movie cost? How much did that movie make at the box office? Everything about this industry is based on money. So why would you as a filmmaker not want to make money and have a sustainable career of your own? Thank you for joining me today and every week here on the Moonshine Moonshot podcast. If you're wanting a deeper dive into the topics being discussed on the show, then I would encourage you to head over to moonshinecommunicationsacademy.com and sign up for the weekly drop of Moonshine via your email. Being on our newsletter community means we can support your filmmaking journey in a more tailored way, as well as keeping you up to date with the resources we share on how to make movies that matter and so much more that we deliver inside your inbox every single week. So head over to moonshinecommunicationsacademy.com and at the bottom of the homepage, you'll see a little box to add your email address and as a thank you for signing up, we'll also send you a bonus ebook to support your messaging. So voila, you'll be on the way to receive all the best content weekly. 